Welcome to Tech Vines, the podcast where we talk about tech and drink wine and talk about that too. I'm your host for tonight's episode, not, Colin not, Gallagher. Not necessarily <laughs> in that order. <laughs> yes, not necessarily in that order. Okay. Uh, but we'll, throw, we'll mix it up a little bit. Okay. Um, I'm your host, Colin Gallagher. I'm joined today by the fabulous Scott DeLandy. Fabulous. Ooh, yes, I, like, I like that. Absolutely fabulous, yes. yes. And the nice. most awesome Melissa Gurney Green. Hello, hello. Thank you. Um, and so tonight, um, tonight, today, whenever you happen to be listening, um, it is night for us when we're recording. This episode. We are going to talk about uh, a couple different things. Wine that you don't think you might like. So the challenge that I placed to everybody last week was to get a wine you don't think you're going to like and try it and talk about it. See if you can change your mind. See if you're just you know, predisposed to it. Uh, I picked one in that sense. Um, and then the tech topic is tech terminology and language that you need to know or that the rest of the world needs to know. You know, those of us who are in the tech narrative use a lot of words and terms, but what are things that need to be broadened out to, to the rest of the world that they should understand? Or ones that we just use instinctively that people may not get. Um, so good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing? Fabulous. A lot Fabulous. better now. <laughs> Highlight I was of the running week. on empty coming into this. I was a little worried. I went for a little walk. Uh, nice. Canceled my, my meeting leading up to this to go for the walk. So it was good. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's been a good week. Uh finally getting close to the uh to the weekend, so just a couple more things to button up and then uh and then we have arrived. It's actually going to be a little bit warmer here in the uh, in the northeast area this weekend. So we're going to be in the in the 50s, which will be nice because it was sort of like it, it flipped a switch. It went from it felt like, you know, kind of like a late fall to all of a sudden getting really 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 cold and now it's kind of moderating again. So so that's good because the only good thing about when it's really cold out is nothing to do except for stay inside and drink wine and watch TV, binge watch things. Yeah, it's anyway. been a pretty draining week for me. I had my product launch on Tuesday. I've been doing a bunch of analysts and press briefings. So I have been talking all week, so I'm a little punch drunk. Now I'm about to get really drunk. <laughs> that's good. Or, or at least really buzzed on this. I'm thinking. So, Scott. Oh, Scott's drinking a light. Let's see. I just saw him lift the have... glass with this. I do. I have. I have a whole story. I did. I, I've got a whole riff. Then what is the what is the wine you picked that you didn't okay. think you would like? It's not so. The whole thing because I it, it it was really like you know kind of burning in the back of my mind all week. Okay, a wine I don't think I will like, and quite honestly, it's such a low bar. It was like I don't know. I mean, it would I would have to get something really really bad, but. I uh, I was sort of um, you know I was going through my uh, my iPhone and you know the um, the memories kind of pop up of, of older pictures and I remember this time last year I was uh, doing a it was a 15 day uh, road trip in EMEA five different countries and in one of the stops and I and when I looked at the dates the stop that I was on a year ago tonight was in uh, was in Paris and we had stayed at uh, one of the hotels which was about a block down from the uh, the Eiffel Tower, and it was just a one-day thing. We, we weren't even in, in Paris for more than 24 hours. Um, so um, we went out that night, and it was kind of late, and there wasn't a lot going on. It was actually kind of cold that night. And uh, we found this place where we could have a glass of French wine and sit there and look up the, at the window and be drinking French wine and have the Eiffel Tower right in front of you. So it's like you can't pass up on that opportunity. And, you know, I always... Uh, you know, when it comes to French wine in particular, I'm always afraid because, 
you know, I know, you know, like white wines, red wines, you know, the Italian stuff. I know certainly, you know, the stuff from from California and, and you know, the, the, the Pacific Northwest and, you know, other areas. But I do not have a lot of experience drinking uh, French wine. And I'm always pretty intimidated by it because I don't know what to get. And, you know, usually you just get a red and it's fine and it always tastes great. But I figured for tonight I would try um, uh, a Sauvignon Blanc um, from uh, from from France. So that's that's what I went with because you know again I'm I'm a little afraid of of getting French wine and I figured the white wine it would irritate Colin so I thought if nothing else I would at least I don't, well I'm gonna call bullshit on that Scott you, you're <laughs> a big Sauvignon Blanc fan uh, so no no yeah. I am not no 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 I'm a I'm a Pinot Grigio Pinot Gris that's oh, kind of my thing so I'm more of a Pinot Grigio I don't do Chardonnays or anything like that I'm okay with the uh, with the Sauvignon I can I can drink that but I, I'm more again more familiar with um you know the things that are grown um or bottled yeah. um on the uh, on the yeah. West Coast that's kind of yeah. you know where I no, would I stick it, yeah. to for that yeah but you could have gone for like a white Bordeaux or something a little more mysterious. it is a Bordeaux. Is it a Bordeaux? It's a Bordeaux, yeah. It's a Bordeaux, okay. but it says it's a Sauvignon Blanc. Okay, okay. Uh, Semillon. And I'm not Semillon, sure. Yeah, Semillon. Semillon. Okay. okay. So, that's well, nice. so there's a blend. Yeah, Semillon. Yeah, it's a blend. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's good. It's uh, it's it's it, honestly, it tastes just like a Pinot Grigio. It's it's fruity. I would I would drink it again. It wasn't. Yeah. You know, when you get in there, the other thing is like you get freaked out about kind of like the price points because you look at kind of like the middle tier and they're all, you know, 80, 90 bucks for a bottle. And it's like, OK, is it going to be that amazing? But I got this and this was I think it was a little bit over twenty dollars for the bottle. And I figured you can't go wrong with that. So that's kind of why I chose this one. So I had the story so I could reminisce about, you know, being in, in Paris for like 22 hours and then um, and then have some white wine. And was it better than being in the Eiffel Tower in Vegas? <laughs> Honestly, well, I mean, it was it was like it was you blinked your eyes and uh, and, and it was over. But I did get up that morning as early, you know, really like crazy early. And uh, and I did run along the uh, the Seine River, which was very cool, especially at that time where there weren't like, you know, there were people out there, but it wasn't like very busy. So it was uh, it was really, really cool because I didn't know anything about it. I just literally went, went out the door, looked for where the bridge was and just went one direction. And it was uh, it was amazing. So pro tip for all your listeners, if you're in Vegas and you want to do with someone you want to impress, um, one of my best places for a romantic dinner is the Eiffel Tower restaurant. It's on the mezzanine level. You're elevated up. You look out over the strip. It's fantastic French food. And, of course, I took Scott there once. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, good. You, you remember that. Yeah, okay, yes, good. Yes, yes, yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, uh, and I will concur, it is. Uh, it, it was an amazing place. The view was, was stunning because you could see everything. And you're, like, right in the middle of the strip. So you're looking yeah. out at the Bellagio and, and you know, you know, you, you have it good when you're, when you're in Vegas and you're, you're looking out on the strip and you get irritated because every half hour, the water show starts at the, at the Bellagio. It's like, Oh geez, this thing again. And you just kind of roll your eyes and you, uh, you order another, another drink. But that was, um, yeah, that was a rough night. It was the, uh, the cocktails and then the, uh, the yeah. wine and then, yeah. and then more cocktails after that. That was, that was what, four or five years ago, five, Something like that, maybe a little bit longer. I don't think it was that long. Yeah, it was four or five, wasn't it? Yeah, we, uh, okay. We did, and we did drink a lot that night. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did. Because we, yes, yeah. we never do that. That never happens. <laughs> no, literally, no, no, that yeah, never, never happens. Never. When Colin and I get together, you know, 
we go, we go, we go, we literally go to bars and we watch show tunes and uh, uh, we, we watch um, um, musicals. Yeah, and we, yeah. Musicals, and, yeah, we went to show two night at the edge. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. We did. Yep. So, Melissa, what did you choose? I've got a Chardonnay. So this mm-hmm. is um, Board Track Racer by the Vincent. It's uh, one of the Chardonnays that won an award for Washington State Wines in 2019. Um, I I don't love Chardonnays. That's not a secret. Um, this one is a whole lot of citrus. And um, it's not bad. I don't know that I would get it and ha- have it because I'm just not. I haven't found a Chardonnay that I love. But, what's the um, what's the oak level in it? Ooh. I'd say relatively low. Okay. Here's the uh here's the ultimate test for you about whether or not you like that wine. So let's pretend you're in the desert. <laughs> and uh, you've been there and it's been a hot day and you're you're walking and you're you're coming along and, and you finally discover hydration and there are two bottles that you can choose from. You can choose the bottle that you're drinking right now, or you can drink the, <laughs> the gasoline one, <laughs> the gasoline tequila wine, and you can only pick one. And this will, this it's will this literally, one. this it's will this that that one. Okay, all right. So it's pretty good then. Okay, yes, it's better than the gasoline tequila. Oh, oh that's still hard. So, Melissa, do you do you know why? Um, what's different about Chardonnay from other white wines? No. And probably why you don't why you're not a fan. Um, so two things. Two things. One thing is generally oaked, uh, or at least partially oaked um, for a part of the time. So it gets a bit of oak into it. Um, so that's one thing. So Chardonnay, in, in a lot of ways, is a white wine that's treated like a red wine. In, 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 you know, not with the, the, you know, how long the skins are on, but through the rest of the winemaking process. Um, so it has two things that happen to it um, that, are, that are traditional in red wines, but not in whites. Okay. One, one is storing in oak to give it some of that oak flavor. The other one is related to it is a malolactic fermentation. Okay. Um, so there's a second fermentation that most red wines go through and Chardonnay go through. It's actually, so like normal fermentation is yeast converts to sugar into alcohol. Malolactic fermentation is a bacteria that converts malic acid into lactic acid. Ooh. So malic acid is a is an acid that has a lot of fruitiness, sharpness, et cetera. That's why white wines tend to be fruitier and sharper. Because mm-hmm. they, um, and uh, when you go through malolactic fermentation, uh, it, the bacteria converts that into lactic acid, which is much more buttery and milky, et cetera. So that's why you, in a lot of Chardonnays, you get that buttery flavor. And that's what also smooths out some of the harsher tones in red wines and makes them smoother as well. So just, yeah, so. Nice. So, yeah. oh, sorry, wine tip for the night, because I don't have any on mine. So I have to, I have to jump in on yours. <laughs> no, no, so, this wh- is great. Yeah. What do you have, Colin? So I also did a Sauve Blanc. Did you? Yes, Ooh. yes. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I was going to get a Pinot Gris cause, just to honor you because you know I don't like I don't like my Pinot Gris, and I actually don't like a Sauve Blanc either because they're too similar in my mind. Um, but I saw this last week at Piketty when I was there, um, and Ooh. I decided to pick it up. Um, and you know it's it's decent. It's decent. It's you know I you know I wish it were a hot summer day and I was out by the pool and drinking this, that would make it more palatable. But it's no, it's nice. It's it's crisp. It's a it's it's sharp. Um, not you know more fruity than floral. Um, sort of pear and, and apricotty. 
Um, but so, um, you know, again, it's from Paketti and, you know, they usually do good stuff. So I figured I'd be safe with them. Um, you know, too often I find Sauv Blanc watery um, and same thing with, with Pinot Gris. Um, and so this is not, it's decent, you know, and like I said, it's, it's been a long week. And so I haven't been drinking anything all week. So I'm, I'm excited to have something. Yeah, I agree with the um, with kind of the white wine. It has to be situationally appropriate in yeah. order to like really like enjoy it. Because mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I think I'm with you on a, on an average you know, on an average day. Mm-hmm. You know, a- after twelve o'clock, you know, <laughs> red wine would definitely be uh, be preferred. Mm-hmm. You know, anything before twelve o'clock, then we're talking something probably more hardcore. Yeah. You know, <laughs> vodka, whatever. You know, you blow, blow job blow job shots <laughs> yeah well <laughs> Fimosa, yeah. Fimo- all right uh, let's yeah. go with mimosas yes yeah. that's probably a better uh yeah. oh. a better solution or an irish coffee mm. and I, I meant to ask you colin when you were in san francisco um there's a place up there the the buena vista have you ever been to the um to that to the um it's a bar restaurant bar it's like right um it's down by the fisherman's wharf area it's over by where the maritime museum is mm-hmm. it's a couple of blocks up yeah from there. I, know, I know of it i don't think i've been to it yeah they're they're world famous for their irish coffees mm-hmm. um it's like in in it all has to do with right it's coffee just regular coffee nothing mm-hmm. special about it and they put uh whiskey in it but it's in the uh the cream the fresh made mm-hmm. cream that they make there mm-hmm. and you think you know it's an irish coffee how good could it be but like you go and you you try it and it is, it's absolutely, you can't have just one. And the best thing that I, that I always liked about that place is that they'll sell you a coffee to go, right? But you're not allowed to take alcohol outside onto the streets. So what they'll do is they'll give you the coffee with the cream in it, and then they'll give you as many nips of alcohol that you want, and they'll sell that to you. And they say, you know, once you go out there, of course, you know, you're in downtown San Francisco, you can do whatever, you know. For the most mm-hmm. part, it's not the worst thing that's probably going on in in that area. But then you can uh, you can mix up your uh, your your drink mm-hmm. there. Um, but that's a fun place. The uh, Buena Vista. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, when things open up again. So San Francisco's on lockdown now. Um, only available for take. Um, only things available for takeout as of Monday. Well, you could probably get an Irish coffee there if you're. Uh, no, for takeout. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Actually, so trivia question for you guys. See this poster up here. Vaguely. The okay. jogger, yes, the, yeah, yes. Do you know what it is? Of course, I know what that is. That's from the Apple. Mel- Come on. Melissa, do you know what it is? Oh, yeah. It it looks like it's from the nineteen eighty yeah. some yes. odd yes, Apple yeah. commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was on an interview Zoom this week. Yeah. And and someone said um, um, nothing related to you, Melissa. Someone said, "Oh, why is there an aerobics woman behind you?" And I was like, "Okay, mm. if you can't recognize that as a nineteen eighty four commercial, I don't think I want to work for you." No. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a that commercial that, is iconic. Like yes, everybody exactly, in yes. marketing should know that commercial. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Lends yeah. itself well into our next yeah. topic. Yeah. If you're yes. if you're if you're over thirty and you don't immediately recognize that image, then something mm-hmm. is wrong yep. because that that even is... if you're under thirty, if you're in marketing, there's no excuse. Yeah, if you're in marketing, you should know that. That's a classic. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It should uh, it should uh, inspire you. Somebody in your mentorship chain ha- should yeah. have shown you that commercial. Everyone dreams to do that commercial. Yeah. It's yes. still, have, it's still have, the gold standard. Yeah. As long as it's the gold standard. like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it wasn't. It, it, I mean, the commercial was great, but I think it, what was so groundbreaking at the time is that it wasn't obvious as to what the message was behind the commercial. Mm-hmm. Because now, mm-hmm. you know, 
you watch TV and it's frustrating because, you know, every every 10 minutes, you know, someone's trying to sell you car insurance, right? And it's just like this boring, hey, I've got this and they've all have their mascots and they all have their different characters and, you know, all these things. And I've, you know, had Jake from State Farm lecturing me about all kinds of, you know, different social, you know, things lately. And it's like, I, I really don't need this. But, but the point being that it's the, uh, the edginess um, of the commercial and the fact that the first time you saw it, you didn't like understand what what it was about, and you had to watch it a couple of times, and you probably had to have people weigh in to say, "Oh, it's because you know of you know the proprietary nature of you know technology today," and da da da, right? So, um, but that's to me that was always the greatest part of that that commercial was, you know, obviously you know at, for the time in in '84 it was very very different, but just the. Uh, the not obvious message around, hey, mm-hmm. we're Apple computer, here's our brand, and we're going to start doing things differently, and we're going to break you know, the chokehold that you know, the mm-hmm. established players have in this space right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I think two things. I think you said exactly right. It, was, it, was, it didn't cover the product, but it made you want to learn about their product. It's like, what the hell is this? My God, my mind's been blowing. I need to go figure what this is, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it takes you on an experience yep. mm-hmm. as, yep. as opposed to... Yeah just spewing stuff at you and yeah, yeah. telling you yeah. to buy their stuff. Like, yeah. 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 And directed by bonus trivia. Oh, it was, um, who did, um, was it, uh, who did aliens? Um, Ridley I, Scott. Ridley Ridley, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ridley exactly. Scott. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 Who, who, who is also doing, um, uh, what's on HBO now? Um, come on. Um, Oh, I couldn't watch any more of it. I was I, I, I I'm sorry. I went I watched like three episodes and I got to the fourth one and it felt like Westworld all over again. I was like, I, I don't really care about these characters anymore. I don't really understand what's going on. It's just kind of too too weird for me, so I I just sort of. But lost. That's the point. You, you're not supposed to understand. You're supposed to figure it out. You're supposed to try yeah, and you know like readjust. I, yeah. In fairness, it's, most of the characters weren't all that likable, so I got. There was, well, there no, was none of them are likable. None of them are likable. That's what I love about it. But they had the nerve to write a character where, like, you hate everybody, including the kid. You want them all to die. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I, so 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 if it, if it were if it were you know ninety minutes or two hours, I could probably sit through wanting everybody to die. But if I have an hour's worth of episodes and I've got to go through thirteen of them to find out who in fact actually dies, I don't know if I'm uh, quite uh, committed to that. Pro tip: not enough. <laughs> so somebody alert. somebody started that wine a little bit early. It looks like no, uh, a, a glass was stolen by the time I got it from upstairs. Oh, okay. <laughs> or two glasses, I think. Yeah. So yeah. Self governing. So this the, you, the you might you might have you might have to hit the pause button on the uh, on the podcast. I'll, I'll, I'll text for a refill. <laughs> ah, there you go. Yes. yes. Nice. Um, Wonderful. Room room since, service. That's since, awesome. Since they each took a glass upstairs, one of them can bring me one down. Um, like an Uber Eats, you should have. Yes. You should create it. Create an app for the. Uh, for oh, the so so random aside, I am very excited. Um, for folks who don't know, I live out in the middle of the country, surrounded by farmland, um, in the middle of nowhere, uh, Midwest. Um, we just got serviced by DoorDash last Yay! month. Yes, that's good. They've expanded. Um, the delivery options are crappy. <laughs> it's two types of Mexican foods from the local town, two types of pizza from the local town, and something and Taco Bell. Yeah. But at least it's something. At least it's something. Um, and so, the Mexican one of the Mexican places is really good. So it's like yeah. So it's just, yeah. 
so that means at some point in time you're going to be having both tacos and pizza on the same night, right? That's the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. So next, so the tech topic is is technology terms and language that people need to know. Or the... oh boy. Well, yes. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you. The, the reason this popped into my head is I was talking about someone in my extended org. And I said, "Oh no, they're really good. They have, you know, they have high MIPS." Oh. What? Yeah. And you know, and 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 someone in tech said, "What are what's MIPS?" Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and, and you know, I don't know. Where I, I probably picked this up from Pete Conway or somebody. Mr. Oh God. Conway mainframe. A, a um, shout out from the past. Yes, exactly. Um, but so if if you don't know what MIPS are, what are they? Let's go with Melissa. She's the least likely to know this. Oh, no, God. are you kidding? Melissa gotta, knows this. I got to think about this. No, she doesn't. It's it's been a while. It's like, a mainframe term. Originally. Yeah, I remember the term. I wrote it down like ages ago. I just yeah. I haven't mm-hmm. used it in forever. See, when it comes to these like old archaic terms that nobody should know, I feel like Rain Man, right? Yeah. Where, where you just mentioned, it, I just like, oh, I'm an excellent driver, right? Yeah. <laughs> <I'll just> go, <laughs> and I'll go off on this tangent. I'll be like, well, the history is, is back in 1988, there was a System 36 and there was a 386 and it had two megs of memory and blah, blah, And I'll like all this just like stupid stuff that nobody cares about, but for some reason, you know, it, it it's like stored back there. I wish I could purge it because I don't need it anymore. But unfortunately, unfortunately, it's still it's still stuck. So anyway, we're not letting you off the hook, Melissa. And so you're not I allowed cheated. To... Oh, you <laughs> yeah, I, it. I, I saw her reach out. I, look down I her totally phone. cheated. It's millions of instructions per section per yep. second. Excuse yeah. me. And again, it was it was when mainframes were the big thing. It was a way to measure how fast a computer was. Yeah. And so I have picked it up, I think, from Pete in using to describe how fast someone's brain works. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You're right. Again, it's a, it's a, it's an indicator of. I wouldn't just say experience, but it it really is an indicator of age. Because like I, I deal with a lot of newer folks that are coming into the organization, and there's no way I would ever expect them to know, you know, the the terminology and the acronyms and, you know, all of the things that you know have been out there for thirty years, and a lot of that stuff, you know, isn't all that necessarily. Um, relevant anymore so I try to um, you know I, I don't I don't uh, judge too harshly but it is a good way to kind of figure out um, when you start throwing those things around um, you know what who knows generation what. of computing did you come from yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but also I think also, yeah. I think we also I think there's a bit of you know I mean any profession has its vernacular and and and, and lingo and, and jargon and so part of it is you know you want to embrace that and, and sort of extend that so people use things that they, they may not understand what they the, what, what, what the origin is but they sort of get the intention of them you yeah know, you're, so you're a member of the club because you know the secret language i, I so i i will so like I, I if i were to ever like you know leave my day job and become a consultant i think one of the things i could do is i could go to you know a lot of the companies especially in sort of the infrastructure side that 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 i'm in and I could do this training module on just on what is block versus file versus object, right? Because, oh, gosh. you know, the, the three, it's like, it's like Colin, like Colin speaks three different languages, right? 
and it's just like it's so like natural for him and it's just just part it's it's wired into his brain four. so and i at four i'm sorry and and he can well three really well one of them i've seen not all that great but good enough where Ooh. you know if we need if we needed to find a you know a bathroom or a police officer he i would definitely hang with him for that one um, four is still better only, than you can uh, speak to oh like. listen i don't even speak one very well are you kidding <laughs> Um, yeah, but, but I, 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 I can even in a language I don't speak, I can navigate my way through an emergency room and, and I'm yeah, so I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so and 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 I remember like one of the one of the one of the um, trips I made years ago um, to South America. I had downloaded the uh, the Google Translate app. So when you you know you hop into the uh, to the Uber because you don't take a cab when you're in Sao Paulo, you get into the Uber. Um, because the Uber guys can track, they can the application can track yeah. who picked you up, where you yes. got picked up, when you, you get dropped end, off, you will end up, all that. A, you you, end up you in a, a landfill, a favela, right. or but, but, you know, but a, they'll a be able to kidnap if you're going to camp. Yes. But but it, it makes you feel better because there's some you know electronic sort of mm. uh, bread from yeah. path yeah. along of where of where yeah. of where you went. If I die, um, at least I'll find my body quickly. <laughs> but uh, but I forget where I was going with this. But anyway, as far as Colin's four languages, I mean, yes, I, you know, definitely. Block file object. Block file object. Block block. So block file object. So like when I have new people coming into the organization, one of the things I I always try to do is sit them down and I say, okay, you're going to hear about these 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 three things, and people are going to assume that they that you know what they are and you have no idea what they're talking about. So there's this block, there's this file, and there's this object. And I do this whole rant or riff. I say, you know, so a file, think of it as having, you know, a drawer of stuff, right? And everything is kind of cataloged by the drawer and what's in that drawer. So you have a drawer that has all of your, you know, your home receipts, your home insurance, this, that, the other thing, it's all the home stuff. And then you have another drawer over here. And those are your cooking recipes. And it has, you know, all the formulas for making all these things. And you just have all these drawers and, and they're organized by these, um, um, by basically a file system. So that's mm -hmm. the file world. What a block is, is a block is, is basically taking all of those drawers and dumping those out onto the floor and cutting everything up into these neat little packets and having all of these little pointers. So when you say, okay, I want to use the, you know, the recipe and I want to cook it on this stove and I want to calibrate it to this temperature, I want to do this, there's some sort of pointer that will point directly to the one document that has all of those things there. And it's really hard to do, but it's really, really fast, right? Anyway, I have this whole riff that I go through in, in order to to do that and 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 i and it's one of those things where you know you start to use it and you start to build yeah. on it and it gets better and it gets better and you explain and how do you it describe object in that analogy then so the object is basically a, a big drawer that has things that don't fit into folders so sometimes when i go into the object thing it's a it might be in a drawer it might not be in a drawer but you know what maybe it's a video file and it's not a recipe that's written down it's basically just this you know youtube video of five minutes so I can still point to that video, but because it doesn't fit into a, a file, it needs to be stored differently because now I don't need to find that file quickly. I need to be able to stream that video quickly. So when I'm watching that five-minute video, it doesn't slow down in the middle or stop in the middle because it can't buffer. I want that user experience to be able to click it and be just like I'm taking out the file of recipe. But in this case, I'm watching that, that YouTube video. You're kind of you're, you're shaking your head. Now listen, it's the eighty twenty rule, right? So eighty no, no, percent no, no, of this I get it. It's can still, apply, I get it. and not yeah, everything yeah, is good. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, I, I would just throw in like you know, like it's like a VHS tape or CD. So I, I, big, I, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's, so, it's very, it's discreet. You can't look into it. Yeah, got it. Yeah, no, I get it. So, so if you have any 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 funding available for contractors, I can mm-hmm. write that up for mm-hmm. you and oh. you know come uh you know do a zoom and we can take everybody oh. through the the block file object discussion. But again, so again, mm-hmm. back to the to the topic of the day, right? Key key um you know technology key terms tech, tech terms that people should know. And for new people that are coming into this infrastructure world, you have to really not really understand what they are from an engineering perspective, but just kind of have a good sort of, you know, interpretation or you've been able to internalize these three things. And they may not be completely accurate, but you have this visualization of just, you know, all these papers scattered around the, the, the floor where somebody knows exactly where to find that paper because of the way that, you know, it's it's. Um, 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 you know, cataloged. Into no, I think the, I think I, I mean Scott. Actually, I think particularly if you're doing storage, that's an important distinction. No, and I, I probably you know tell you, uh, there are many many people I've worked with who couldn't you know uh, enunciate that distinction that clearly, or at least in you know. And I think I'm going to steal that. I do it differently, but I think I like your I like you dumping it out on the floor. I always start with I always start with blocks and build up, but I think I like you starting with files and dumping it on the floor is a much more visceral visual analogy that you get it's like hey well, i've dumped it up i've cut it up you know yeah. well because colin is, as you well know all of the data growth is happening in the file and object world yes, right yes, so that's oh, becoming God. a bigger part okay, okay. Of, no, no of work the, talk please. that is no becoming work. a colin's becoming okay. a digital part uh, a bigger part of the digital universe right oh, and so you oh. have all this data gravity and okay Oh, God. Me... Bingo, bingo! I was my one buzzword bingo of the night. <laughs> so let me. I have a. I luckily I have an LCD projector on hand. I've got these foils printed up. I'd like to take everybody. Okay. Foils, foils. Yeah. That's another <laughs> interesting term. Foils. Oh yeah, I still have some. <laughs> I have ones that I printed yeah. years ago that I can't get rid of. Yeah, actually, we should do. We should do legacy tech terms like foils, mimeograph. I still uh, remember that. I, I still like. I want someone to come up with the smell of mimeograph and b- package it. Like, do you remember that? Fresh absolute, mimeograph, the, the, the purple was, reproduction thing. Remember? There was no Listen better feeling in the this. world than when those would come out and they were yeah. just printed and they were nice and warm yeah. and you could kind of flip through them because after a while, after you use them, they start to stick together mm-hmm. and they get hard and they're kind of a little bit yeah. brittle. But when they come out and they're and they're brand new, it's like a you know, uh, um, yeah. a fresh piece of fruit. It just has yeah. this different feel yeah. and texture to it. For those of you becomes... who are younger, before copiers were around, there was a reproduction technology called mimeograph. And it sort of like took an image of the, 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 the page and then it, you ran it through. It was like, I remember it being rotary, very rotary. You ran papers through it and put, pulled them and it printed with a bluish purple ink on it. And it had a very strong odor and disgust. It came out wet, and it was just yeah, um, yeah. And actually, early 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 copiers came out wet too, and then they came out you know because they were sort of an advanced technology. The same thing. But yeah. so, so fun fact, right? So mm-hmm. we use this every day, and it's always interesting to find out if people um, remember or even know of the origin. So you send an email, and you're sending an email. Um, to Melissa to tell her, you know, hey, the podcast was great. Here's all the wonderful things we did, and you CC me. Mm-hmm. What does the CC stand for? What what do people think it stands for, mm-hmm. or what does it really stand for? I know what, what it stands for. Melissa, do you know what it stands for? I know what it stands for. It's carbon what? copy. Yeah. Yes, carbon copy. Because most people think it's courtesy copy. Oh really? Oh, I, no. I, no it's oh yes. Really? Yeah yeah. Well, 
Well, remember Scott hangs out with the young kids. Uh, I well, so, so I, I hang I, out I, with the young kids too. <laughs> I've never heard him say that. Oh, that's that's. Uh, I think if you you know next time you're you're talking to somebody and you say hey I cc you on an, on an email, ask them what CC is, and I I guarantee well, I don't guarantee I I I would bet that there is an extreme highly like likelihood that they would say it's a courtesy copy because mm-hmm. if you say carbon copy it's like carbon mm-hmm. well, what are you to do well, in we sense, tra- i mean the the days of having those little sheets in between the sheets are, are mm-hmm. long gone yep. i mean unless you go to a really old place to go get your car worked on i mean i mean how many so here's you know how many people out there have actually seen a real typewriter versus people who haven't right i would i would say that 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 is tipping where there's probably more people in the workforce today that have never seen an actual physical typewriter versus people who have i th- i think it never used an actual f- physical typewriter nah, because I, because you see them in museums so 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 when i say my, or my house right. which is basically a, <laughs> right. a tech so, museum so right. i guess yeah. i guess i guess when i say see them i i, I guess I, I really mean actually see them being used, used in, yeah. in, in in some yeah. sort of set. I mean they know what well, a typewriter but, is. But, it's like you, you know they know like, what a Walkman is. How, you know a lot of people have never owned oh, or an eight track player or or something like that. It's these technologies that they know that have existed but have no idea. No, that. no, no one knows that eight track existed, Scott. No one. Knows I that do. Existed. Yes, except, yeah. Except <laughs> I hung the, out with really old people when I was except, a kid. Except for the geeks and like yeah, even <laughs> even I'm at the you know I'm I'm at the you know um, the uh, well. But even I'm at the edge of the oh. A-Track um, generation, right? Um, that was, that was uh, a cheap shot. I have an A-Track upstairs. <laughs> um, so actually, so so yeah. What so, do you have? Yeah, so, what do you have for media? What 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 are your? I, I have I have a bunch of stuff. So so the good you know, a if folks don't know, I collect old technology. I have several you know 1920s 30s typewriters. I have a Lisa. If you don't know what a Lisa is, Google it, um, etc. Um, I have a bunch of things. I have an old Mac, etc. But uh, my two best friends in Ohio, um, they're full-time plumbers, um, but they're part-time. Um, when the pl- when the plumbing business fell apart, when the um, you know in the in the when the housing business fell apart, mm-hmm. they started working auctions, which sort of comes you know for things were being bankrupt and being sold, and so they've kept up as sort of a part-time business. Um, so they go and do these auctions for things, and they do estate auctions. They're actually doing a bowling alley today. Like, so I was like, wow. do I want a bowl? Do I want a bowling pin? Like, you know, so, <laughs> like, I know, like, no, I don't. But uh, again, so like they do these auctions, and it's always like you know, first dibs on whatever they're selling. Nice. Um, and so, not putting anyone, but like um, they did an auction for an embroidery company, who apparently had a whole stock of clothing they bought, like a shitload of Brooks Brother clothing they were going to wow. embroider. They never embroidered. So last summer I got a bunch of you know Brooks Brother clothing. Nice. Um, but anyway, but they know I like this stuff. So whenever they find an interesting technology, I get up you know because they do they go and do an assessment and they go and do a staging and they actually go and sell and sometimes things get put off the side. And, <laughs> so, and, I, so- and I pay for them. So for people who don't know, 8-track players actually take up quite a bit of real estate in your house. Like, the ones I remember from my childhood, and I remember exactly two of them, took up about half of the room they were in. Really? Oh, no, no. (laughs) Well, we were poor people, so so the rooms were quite small. But but they were were probably, what, two, two and a half feet by about six feet in, in length and width, and then about, what? two and a half three feet tall i mean they're the size of a you know a small computer from the 90s or 2000s sure 
A VCR. Okay. Size, of, size so, of a VCR. I mean, it depends so, on, you know. So I I come from from people who were really old because the ones the ones I saw were yeah. giant. <laughs> Like well, no. yeah, maybe yeah. I mean, I mean, these are these were sort of seventies, eighties, eight track players. Mm. Um, yeah. What was what was cool about the eight track player is that there was no way to fast forward or rewind. So when when the cassette mm-hmm. came out, like you could rewind it to the beginning of the the cassette, or you could fast forward. So if you you liked the song, you could listen to it. And if you didn't like the next song, you could you know hit the button and try and time it so that. It, you know, there was no, there was no way to like know when it would end. It's not well, like you know a CD or or well, an MP3 player. But but, nah, but what you could with, do, with eight go ahead. Tracks, I know you were it, committed. You were right, committed, right. but <laughs> then you 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 could switch between the tracks. So there were, I believe, four channels on the tracks, so that you could be on channel one, two, three, or four. So wherever the tape happened to be lined up, mm-hmm. where the head was, you know, um, yep. reading off of the tape, that would be where it was, and there was yep. no way to go forward or go back. You were either in the middle of either one of those four songs that you had to choose from, and you had to pick the one that you disliked the least to get yeah. you to the next one in order to right. get to something that you right, liked Right, because there, there were eight tracks in the tape, hence the name A-Track, but it was a, there was a stereo left and right for each one, so you had, ah. four, you had four tracks of each one. Right, and no, no, and, and you're right. The key thing was it was an endless loop. Unlike a cassette player, which had a start and a stop, which necessitated the development of Fast Forward, et cetera, it was just a loop. Right, it was just a single loop. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything you're saying, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. And then, yeah. and then on the on the typewriter. So I have this, I have this funny story. So I had one of the newer folks. We were we were working together, and we were doing some some stuff on 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 PowerPoint. And if you've ever worked with me on PowerPoint, it can be very frustrating because it's like I'll be like, oh no, you wanna you wanna. You know, right click the mouse, right click the mouse, do this, ungroup, do this. So it's like all these things, or you control this or whatever. So it's all these like, you know, because within the only person of... more annoying with PowerPoint than me is you, Scott. So because because you know all like the backdoor, like because yes, yes. you've been using it forever. It's like speaking a you know a four languages, right? Um, and and it's like, oh no, what, what are you doing? Why are you clicking that? Don't do that. Do it off the keyboard. Do it off of this. And uh, I, I had her, we were going, we were doing something and we were editing things. And I don't like it where, you know, you have like a line that goes across and then there'll be like one word that like falls over on the next line. So I'll always look to what's shorten that, that line what's that what's so that, that the dangling. Um, no, 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 um, no, 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 no. What's it called? Oh, well, I, I'm thinking about when pagination, like when you, when you have one a oh. half a line that goes across. To the next page? Oh, not the page. It's, I'm talking about a bullet on a slide. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's just that hanging sort of yeah, thing that doesn't yeah. fit, and it, and it's like, and, and anybody that works with me, they know when we do the slides. I really don't care what the words are on the slide. I just want the slide to look good from like a hundred <laughs> feet away. Right. As long as it looks good, it doesn't really matter what the slides are because no one's reading your slides anyway. They're just kind of judging mm-hmm. you and judging the the template and you know all of that. It, it depends on the meaning, but for most people, they don't really care what's what's up on the slide. But I I was working with her and I wanted there was a place where there was a natural break to break the line because we couldn't shorten the line and I was like no no hit the return button and she's like return I was like yeah return return on the keyboard she's like I don't have a return I, you have a return it's it's right there it's the the thing that you you, you press and I, I I was I was used to calling it the carriage return and then I realized no no one knows what the carriage return is from the uh, the typewriter days, but and then I had to look at my keyboard and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, no, no, there's no return, it's enter. Really? But back mm-hmm. in the day, the older keyboards had return there instead of uh, so instead of enter. Enter on PC, return on Mac. 
Yeah, oh. it's, my max. My max says return. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Apple keeps the yeah. And why is it called return or carriage return? Which is correct? Because that would drop it to the next line on the uh, the typewriter. So retur- mm. return. The, Not oh. just the next line. The the head in the next line. Yeah. That, head. Right. It would... Right. No. No. So the, the, remember, like remember when you were printing something out, right? Whether it be a typewriter or even early computers, right? You had a head that moved that went across, right? And and a and a bar at the back. And, and it returned the carriage to the original position on the on the left. It, it dropped the line and moved over, right? Mm-hmm. And by the way, that's why uh, in tech terms, right, there are differences between line feed and carriage return characters, right? right? Mm-hmm. Carriage return characters are the ones that, you know, literally drop down, go left. Line feeds just say flip up, right? Just, you know, in, in, roll the line up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Line has been delivered. Yay. Nice. Yeah. Oh, you, you're switching to a red. Are you going to get a clean glass or are you just going to? No, I'm going to be back. No, he's, ah, doing there you go. he's doing it nice and dirty. Yeah, awesome. Cool. <laughs> and it's a lovely Behringer. Ah. Very nice. I think I'm... That's awfully sophisticated. Okay. Um... So, Melissa, what are your tech terms? We've talked a lot about typewriter technology with Scott. We've talked about random things with me. A tracks. Well, I think A-tracks. we already covered um, things like reboot and power cycle at the end of the last episode. Um, from a tech term perspective, I went more for people not necessarily entering technology. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was I was thinking about things like BYOD, bring your own device, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people mm-hmm. kind of throw that around. Two um, FA is another one where where I kind of took it for granted, and and people, mm-hmm. um, well, my kids were like. We've got to enable 2FA or 2FA is what they call it. <laughs> They're like, we got to enable 2FA to, to play Fortnite. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's 2FA. It stands for two-factor authentication. And we're not uh, we're not enabling that because it's a nightmare. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not answering a text message every time y'all want to play Fortnite. I'm sorry. You, you, so, don't, <laughs> get, you don't want to get woken up at midnight being like, did they send you a code? What was the code? <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> So we had that conversation, but like, I've had a lot of these kind of weird generational things come up lately um, in that um, around this time last year, I was doing a presentation to my team um, talking about the year to come. And I forget the context, but I said something about not wanting to jump the shark (gasps) and nobody got it. Not a tech term, but important term. Not a tech term, but very important for, for the kind of work we do. But um, okay, say... that's the t- that's the title of this episode—the one where we jump the shark. Yeah, right. it could be. Okay, the one, me. no, the Remind one where the one. No, I'm sorry, Melissa's gonna own that one. The one where Melissa jumps the shark. The shark, yes. The one yes. The shark, wow. Ouch. Okay, fine. But so, like, um, ex- if... for Go... our younger viewers, or, or yeah, or... so for our younger viewers, um, there was this amazing show um, back in the day called Happy Days. And the coolest person on that show was this dude called the Fonz. And he, he was the dude that that did all the cool things and that all the people in the show kind of looked up up to. All the ladies wanted to be with him. All the guys wanted to be him. All that stuff, right? He could fix the jukebox. He could fix the jukebox just by punching it. Boom. Yeah. Right? right? He would just hit it. and then... He wore a leather jacket. He popularized the thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah, he was amazing. But there was an episode later in the series where he jumped over a shark with his motorcycle. 
Water skis. Or sorry, water, water skis. That's right. He was he was on skis. So yes. he jumped over a shark, and after that, the show kind of went to crap because yeah. where do you go after you jump over a shark, right? So um, so yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's where the, the term came from. Yep. It but, does, and 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 it was uh, a lot of the main uh, original characters had left the show because it had been so successful. So you had Ron Howard who was on the show, right? So he was mm-hmm. one of the actually the show was basically based around him and his family, and Fonzie was sort of a character that kind of came in. He lived over the uh, garage or upstairs, right? Yeah, uh, but yeah. but he he left. But he dominated. Qu- he left on he left to quote unquote join the army right which he right. didn't I mean as far as the storyline that's yeah. what he had done but in real life he had gone off because you know he had done uh, yeah. the Andy Griffith show he had done like all these other other he things. was the so kid on the Andy Griffith show right? yeah. yeah 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 so and he was the uh, young adult and what has Ron Howard done since then a lot uh, of directing roles yes yes, yes. <laughs> a lot a of couple, directing uh, yeah a couple Oscars right yes exactly. yes uh, and and actually trivia question. Mm-hmm. There's a show we are all watching now that has a Ron Howard connection. I would assume Mandalorian. Yep, yep. His daughter, Bryce Howard. Yes. Oh, that's is, uh, is Marshall. It, she's a director on The Mandalorian. She's she oh. directed it, like three wow. or four episodes, and she's also an actress. She was in a bunch yes. of things too. She was in yeah. Twilight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oddly she, she, enough, yeah. yeah. I mean, she she's a she's a ginger like her father. Right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. she was in she was in um, Arrested Development. So yeah, she yeah. was yeah. Um, um, yeah. Jason Bateman's or um, not Jason Bateman, Jason Bateman's son. Um, it was um, yeah. um, George Michael, yeah. his uh, his quote unquote girlfriend. And anyway, so yes, yes. Yeah, but she she directed uh, the most recent one she directed was the the heiress, the one Is with. That... Um, What's her face? Oh, come on. Um, oh, I should know this. Uh, Starbuck. Come on. Um, who plays Starbuck? Um, female kick-ass. I thought her name was Marshall. Am I thinking? No, no. I, no, no. All right. You're probably right because I didn't know. I know who the character that you're no. talking about. No, 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 no. no. The, char- uh, the character is, uh, you, know, you know, Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica? The, the reboot was a female character. Um uh, the kick-ass actress she always plays a kick-ass actress. Oh, Katie Sackhoff, right? Hmm. Right. She she she's the Mandalorian princess, right? Katie Sackhoff. Yeah. The, the era she's she's hunting for the dark saber. She directed that episode, which is a great episode where they where they they, they had to um, ambush the troop the the weapons transport. Yeah, yeah, that was the last one she did. Yeah, so she's in a couple. She she did like one or two of the two of the first season. She did like probably two the season. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Jump the Shark is a good one. Yes. Yeah. From a tech term perspective, I'd say one of the ones that still come to mind for me that's still very valid regardless of whether you're in storage or in cloud is right pendings. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> right pendings were the bane of my existence in storage. But it's still relevant because it still hits you at the operating system level just about anywhere you go, Right. Um, oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So, no, we would just, we would just, we were. It's funny you mention that because just last week we were looking at something and someone was going over um, the um, um, the, uh, the the flow for 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 a write coming into uh, into a into a storage system, and they had um, uh, um, CEDE. So write comes in CEDE. Here's what happens next, and people were like CEDE. What, what what is CE uh, channel end device end and that oh, means God. that 
You remember C E D E and I looked at that, I was just like, oh, I don't know what that is. How do you that's know? A main, that's mainframe. That's mainframe. It, it, well, that's exactly, mainframe yeah. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> the channel, the channel, yes. Oh. Yeah. Channel and device then. That means that the array that the uh, the IO was accepted. It's been committed. That's a yep. that's a SCSI. That's a actually it's a SCSI command. Is it really? Oh, okay. It is, yeah. Probably, I'll look probably, it up right now. Yeah, SCSI no, CD. I'm sure it could be, yeah. Actually it probably is, yeah. I, God, I forgot my SCSI commands. I I have purged those. Thank you, Scott, for putting those back in my memory. Um, so for folks who don't know, SCSI is not anything bad. SCSI is, stands for Small Computer Systems Interface, and it was a way in which computers could talk to peripherals like hard drives and other things. Um, yep, that's how, uh, that's an, uh, how an I.O. is terminated. Terminated, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was going to go with – I went with some other basic ones, like – I always use the the phrase, um, you know, in addition to MIPS, uh, you know, technical terms I sort of more broadly apply. I, you know, I always say user error. Oh yes. And if you ever hear a tech person say user error, they're calling you a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>? yeah they are. <laughs> they yeah. are. Yes, they're it's... calling you a fucking idiot. And and the corollary to that is also, you know, it's like, hey, you're user error. You should have figured this out. The system right. is not at fault. You're an idiot, right? Our the system yeah. we designed is perfect. You're an idiot. Now, whether or not that's actually true is a different story. But user error is we are casting doubt on your intelligence. Um, yeah, yeah, that that got used by somebody in a group the other day, and I almost went to war over that one. So <laughs> that's a really good one. It's like, uh, yeah. there are times yeah. in user experience where user error is a thing, but yeah. um, when no, you're yeah, trying to join yeah, a webinar, are, it shouldn't in, be a question. In, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I'm trying to join a Zoom, I should not get user error right there. Yeah, right, yeah, right, it yeah, should exactly, not yeah, be yeah. user error. Like, we're technical yeah. people. <laughs> Yeah. If it's that hard, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, the other the other one that I use a lot, and uh, you know, I think even my family knows now because you know, my brother is, is 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 techie. He's a user interface designer, but the rest of us, yeah. the rest of us, sort of picked it up. Um, RTFM. Yes. <laughs> which stands Scott's for Scott. Scott's, oh, I, I no, no, so things. no, no, I know what it means. It means read the manual. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I'm trying to keep it PG. Now we gotta put it's... explicit on the oh, episode. God, please. Thank no, you, Scott. No, no, yeah. So, no. So I, I said my... no, no. Thank you. I said it. Scott no, I know you. I, I know you I said it, even... Colin, but Scott kind of glossed over it. So no, no, no. What, what I so I don't even I when, when when I don't even use that one anymore because the problem has become so persistent that it's not even RTFM. It's basically they'll look for something and then I will send them. You know the link from the Google search that I did Let for whatever Google it is that, that they're for looking you. for. Yes. <laughs> hey, do we have a you know a white paper on blah 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 blah? Oh, you're asking me. Well, let me go look, and I'll go ahead and I'll Google it and be like, oh, it's right here. So then I'll what, take what the link. Let me Google what, that for you. What, what, what do you send them in return, Scott? What do you? I send. Like... I send. I, I I will take the URL from the Google search that I ran, and I will copy and I will paste that so that when they go ahead and they click the link, the Google search will come up and there's the document that they've asked yeah, for I'm, does that work anymore I'm, I'm trying to think um, um i don't know if it works but that's what i send <laughs> yeah no I, I i'm actually like so let's see let's see if you what if you copy the link if you copy the link for a google search what do you get do so so do a google search how to yeah. write a resume yeah. Copy and paste the <laughs> copy. And paste. So if you're writing a resume, by the way, please start there because I've seen a whole bunch of resumes where people never bothered to Google how to write the resume. Yeah, so. I don't. Yeah. yeah, no, actually, I mean, I, I'm maybe Google does that now, but I'm I'm old school and geeky enough that I know how to actually form the Google query for a search. Right. 
you know, yes. it's, it's http.google.com. <laughs> Um, so, you know, uh, question, you know, something slash like question, search, I can't, slash search, Q, Q. question mark, query, query equals, et cetera. And right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The words separated by plus by pluses. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so literally I know in my head, literally, and I just like, I don't even bother. I just take their term. I plug it into that thing and send it back. To <laughs> so yeah, yes. I try to do the same thing. It's like, here, this is what you should do here. Like, do this, click this. Oh yes. Yes. But it's actually, funny. Actually, because... we, need to come, we need to come with an analogy for that. We need to come with an analogy for that. Like instead of RTFM, it's like you know. There Google is one. Search. It's LMGTFY. <laughs> LM, what is it? Which, let me let Google, me Google this that for you. For you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I like. <laughs> and then when people look it up, they're like, "Oh, I'm an idiot." <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to start using that now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I am. Oh. I, you know what? I will. I will probably use that before the end of the day tomorrow when someone is <laughs> asking me for something. Yes. I, so here's here's my here's my thing from Thanksgiving, right? So this was this was kind of funny, yet it was a little bit frustrating. So in the, in the U.S., so obviously we 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 celebrate Thanksgiving, so nobody's there, you know, Thursday and Friday. It's basically shut down. But outside of the, the U.S., the only two-day holiday we get in the U.S. from both people, right? People, but 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 the but the rest of the world is running, and so you have because you're you're on these whatever you know email mm-hmm. threads. And, and people are looking for stuff, they'll go ahead and they'll, they'll email looking for things. And so I end up being the one that on the Thursday and Friday, because I know other people are probably off doing something. And if I'm there and they're looking for something, it's something pretty simple. Um, simple in the fact that it's not information that they would immediately have access to. So they should definitely ask before they go ahead and, and provide that, because for a variety of reasons, the big one is being that that stuff is always changing. I don't mind them, you know, coming through, but it's always interesting kind of like on, on those, on those two days um, because no one's around and it's hard to find, you know, people in the, in the U S to help with these things. There is definitely an uptick in the volume of, of people outside of U, the U S um, looking for those types of things. So that was uh that was one of my observations from the, uh, the Thanksgiving holiday was, you know, I was level two tech support for a lot of, you know, things that, you know, could be found, but did not easily available to a lot okay, of folks. You have just this conversation has given me a challenge. I want to create an out of office message Uh-oh. that has a Google query box in it that says, "If you're looking for something, type it in here and click return." <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. If, if you if you need additional support before Wait, I'm back, type it here. Yes, <laughs> but enter here this bar. And then, enter here, and I will get back to you at some point if yeah. you don't see what you need. But the best the best thing to do is to if you're going to do that, if you really want to go down the rabbit hole on that one, don't put it in uh, in English. Pick a different language that you know most people aren't going to know, and then in there as you have the message. Um, Put put something in there, a link, so that they could click to put it into Google Translate, so that they could take whatever that is, they could put it in the Google Translate, and they could come back out saying, "Hey, if you're looking for something, go ahead and Google here." Yeah, that's Pro- know, t- that's, Hebrew, that's you, Russian, like no, yeah, that, that's mousetrap. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll see. yeah. All right, it can be done. You, you, well, probably, wait, wait. You, you you might not have enough time on your hands to do something like that. I probably I, know, I, I can like, do just a, in my sleep, but I don't know. Just but that but 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 honestly, if you do do something like that, that demonstrates um, a level of um, um, oh my god, what am I thinking of of um, extra? Uh, no, 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 not Commitment? not extra of um, um, 
oh my god the behavior um a, 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 that's a level of passive aggressiveness right there that you should be proud of if that's what you're doing. okay i would say passive aggressive <laughs> negative but okay i'll take it yeah i'll take that passive aggressive i think it was just helping people to help themselves right i'm kind of right yes yeah yeah but 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 the passive aggressive edge is always kind of cool as well it'd be like oh, i'll help you but oh, you're an idiot anyway you just you just said something that i thought you needed to explain to people but you said something that i can't remember this i'll go back and figure out oh god <laughs> Do no, you use, do you do you want to go through the transcript? No, use the tech term. I was like, oh, that that deserves explanation, but I can't remember what I was saying. Hopefully, it wasn't Google Translate. No, well, it was before that. It was it was right leading on the AM. What it's all good. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let me Google that for you. I'm gonna have to. Yes, that's gonna be like. Yeah, totally. yeah. That is a good one. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna add that to my vernacular. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yep. I'm gonna put that. You know, you know what? I oh, I have, I, a... I have I have a new one by the way too, which I wanted to talk about today, which I just read. It's called Doom Scrolling. Okay. Yes. You know what that means, Melissa? It's basically scrolling through social media looking for the worst, worst bad, bad shit. Yes. Worst the worst stuff. All the shit yeah, posts so you, essentially. Yeah, so the shit posts, while yeah, while we're going explicit, like yeah, yeah, all the shit yeah. posts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Related to to you as an individual or to anything like the world in general. You know, yeah. like, okay, yeah. all right. Give me your I, I worst. I learned this pre-election, or <laughs> it hasn't stopped. Given what I've seen right now, it's like you, <laughs> you scroll, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you doom scroll. I'm doom scrolling through this. I, I have to work that into into a a blog post or something at some point because it's it's a cool word. But yeah, it's yeah. I have a list yeah. of cool words I maintain. But yeah, it's doom scrolling. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you just reposted your uh, your blog the a couple of days ago, I think it was. My rules, the, yeah, my uh, rules. The Collins yeah, yeah. rules, yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. yes, I did, yep. Well, because I actually, find, because per our conversation last week, I finally got makeup. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. And makeup is one of my rules. Like, you know why that rule came about? Why? Um, I'm trying to remember what the frick you want. Launch it was. I was going to say vanity, but go ahead. It's no, 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 no. I have to Oh, okay. I have a different Honey, story, honey I can make myself look good, okay? Like, you know, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust the rest of you motherfuckers. I can make myself look good, okay? Uh, as we as we know, I have a secret brand, which we also, I shared last week. I have a secret brand of um, of, of matte finisher and a couple of things. Um, but no. It's on, my, so, it's on my Christmas list. Well, I, it, was, it was probably V-Plex. Maybe in V-Plex. When we did the V-Plex launch, like... We had an early customer. You you remember the video, Scott? Like at, we, at EMC World on the giant screen, you know, you know, thousands of feet wide, right and tall, right. Um, we had this customer, and the last time I let someone do a video without direct supervision by me or someone I trusted, um, and it was a customer like in Europe someplace. And oh. they, they filmed them up against a concrete wall. I, the, and the, 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 the hostage was video. The hostage video. The hostage video, yes. I yes. remember that. Yes, yes. I, I, I call it the East German prison video, but same thing, yes. Exactly. Right, the hostage, the hostage yes. video. Where he wasn't he wasn't even looking into the camera. He was looking yes. off yes. camera to the person. Yes. And he was so nervous. He's like, I apologize. And it was like a, yeah, it was I like apologize a, for every time I've offended Islam and whatever. Yes, yes oh, the hostage I, video. I do this, remember this, that. This poor guy. Up against a concrete block, like literally, you could see the, the, the blo cinder blocks behind him, like the the fluorescent lighting. You know, he was there was no makeup on him. He was, he was sweating. sweating. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. 
So, you know, we've, we've talked about this in the past, but, you know, when you do these events, there's always this, people aren't going to remember anything about what you spent 45 minutes or whatever it was an hour. What they are going to remember is, you know, those types of things. I could not tell you the year. I could not tell you what it was about. You yeah. mentioned Vplex, and I uh, it probably maybe, wasn't. Maybe, maybe. I don't know, yeah. But, but I, I remember that video of that guy sitting there nervous and scared because you had somebody with an M16 pointed <laughs> at his head saying, tell them why you bought this product. Yes. Like, I bought the product. The product was good. We like the product. Please don't shoot me. I want to see my mother again. Oh my god, it was horrific. Yes, it was the That's obvious. Terrible. Yes, yeah, it was awful. It was I, all you know what? And the funny thing is, is if you gave me like five minutes, I could find that video because I know, no, no. I guarantee you, because I have every one of those videos that we shot from like two thousand and nine forward. You use it, so, though? oh yeah, that ran. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Probably because we can make fun of Colin for the no, rest no, of his no, life. No, 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 no. Scott, at that time, you and I were sort of peripheral, right? That was Bob the Boob, primarily, right? Uh, um, I, uh, I, I would have killed. I no, no. If I had seen that, I would have killed it. Like you know. Like, <laughs> yes. Like for real? Yes. Why? Right. That was, that was Bob the Boob. That was Bob the Boob. Okay. All right. It, it probably was, but um, yeah. There were that, a lot of the, things. That's the only explanation. That there's a guy, Bob, who ran marketing before I did. For like a day. <laughs> for, a day for a day. And like, <laughs> this is the best story. Okay, so this is when EMC was trying to get West Coast savvy and they're trying to hire people on the West Coast. So they hired this guy, Bob, on the West Coast. Um, last name redacted. Um, and, you know, his thing was he was going to do the commute thing you know, come back to Hopkinton every other week, which he barely did. He came, mm. he came out there, right? Well, it's um, a brutal and... trip. <laughs> go on. Some of us do it all the time. You yes. did it. Like, get over it. I like, did it all over. the time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You're, you're more of a man than he ever was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good. Yeah. Um, um, and like, and he was just an idiot. Like, you know, like this is the guy who booked an outdoor venue in Vegas in August to do a reception with no air conditioning. Like, just anyway, just you know, whatever. Um, but um, this is the one when they when they decided to fire him and give me his job. They flew him. They asked him to come back, especially for a meeting. Ooh. They flew him back to Hopkinton. Pete and Kelly met with him. Pete and Kelly he, met with he him. Ca- said, he came in. He oh, came no. in on a red eye. He came he in on a red yeah. eye. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, it's, it's, it's a two-phase process. First, the week before, two weeks before, we were in Vegas for EMC World, and Brian announced that Pete was going to be his boss on stage. <laughs> and then Pete asked him to come in shortly thereafter, and Pete and Kelly literally came in a red-eye. He met in the morning. They, handed, they said, you're fired. They handed him a ticket back <laughs> that afternoon. Wow. And I don't even think yeah. it, it was it, it wasn't even a direct flight. All right, hold up your glass. We're taking pictures. Yeah, we, we haven't done this yet. yet. We're, we're over an hour, so no one's probably listening anymore. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Got it. No, we're only an hour and five minutes. Yeah. No, that was one of my best firing stories. And then I, I had to wow. fire all of his fucking minions that he hired, who are also idiots. Put it in here. Um, sorry. Um, it's it's late night. Yeah. Um, none of them watch this podcast anyway. But yeah, so that was yeah that was the, that was my um, yeah. So I think he did the East Room video. And like I would have been like I because ne- I would I would have canned it. I would have been like, you know, Brian. I would have pretended to have an you know an accent and done this, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. We would have faked this backstage something. something like, yeah. 
Some yeah. things it's worth paying whatever money it costs to to produce that thing, not to produce yeah. it. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, yeah. There's, there's, there's the flip side is at at Pure they 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 overpay for things. I don't remember like two years ago. They I was on vacation in Hawaii. And mm-hmm. They said you need you need to come back to fly to Newark to supervise a video. Okay. And again, I, I agree. You need supervision there. I totally you know that's my that's yeah. you know you need someone there like. You don't need me. Any anyone with a reasonable marketing savvy can figure out. You know, you know, like it is like we had a set of questions, we had a script, etc. It's like you know, you yeah. just need oh, to make sure. Yeah, you'd be surprised, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. It's... No reasonable, but, but reasonable. I mean, I get. Yeah, I get. But yeah, yeah. so it's like so. Literally, I did a red eye back from Hawaii to San Francisco, dropped my shit off, picked up new clothes, flew out to Newark, got there, and literally watched them film this video. And of course, they paid for this. You know, it was a customer reference video. That was mm-hmm. going to be three to five minutes, and they paid seventy-five grand for it. Yeah, I was like, "What's this? With the seventy-five grand crew, you get it." I mean, but by the way, they they did B-roll of Newark that made Newark look fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. that's what you get for seventy-five grand. Is Newark looks good? <laughs> yeah, like we were outside at twilight filming shit. I was like, "Oh God!" I was like, you know. Please, let's just go. I just want to go home. I just want to go back. I just want to get. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe. Uh, so. This is what really bothers me right now, Colin. I'm a little upset. Mm. The most I ever got out of you for a video was like two grand. No, 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 mofo, hell no, really. I remember having to fight you for like two grand, and that was the camera crew. Well, all right, so not the not the high production stuff, but kind of like the 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 smaller Um, things. No, no, uh, it would be like shit. We paid Greg got sixty grand for. All right, so that was not me. That's that's not me. That was out of my hand. I would contribute to that. that I'm talking about I'm talking about the things that I did because we would use my we would use the internal folks to to produce those things. And we would we would get by like a lot of these things. They were like nothing. Right. No, but now, like we, said, may, I, I, we may have, we may have violated a you know some of the um, you know um, digital rights things along the way, but we had licenses for some of these things, so it wasn't yeah. wasn't all that. No, bad, no, no. But, but again, like I said, well, for those that you know that were reinserted brand things, you know, those were sort of cheap. That was editing stuff. Yeah. No, but I I never begrudged you money. I mean, trust me. You I did. I, you, all right. So you never you never did. You you never, never said no to any any crazy idea I ever came to you. No. And I mean, some okay, of them no, were no. bad. So, 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 some so, of them were bad. So let, let's just say the the storage Nazi video was sixty grand. But that yeah. one is that, it was that great. one is, no, it was great. It was worth every fucking a, penny. That is, that is iconic. That is iconic. I I have that on my YouTube, uh, my oh. own personal YouTube, oh. and I still get hits for that. I still cool. get hits for that. Every now and then, I'll look you, at it. And it'll you, be like, you, you it, just send me it, that. You just send me a couple of those too, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh. What are you gonna do with them? Yeah. No, you can you can use them. But but that was great because I yeah. yeah that was those were fun. I miss writing those. I, I, I want the cloud one. That's the one I want. That's the one we. Did. So, the, 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 and, and just for for everybody and um, the 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 soup Nazi, the storage Nazi was a take on the soup Nazi from Seinfeld. Uh, it was all Scott. I just came in and paid for it. I didn't had nothing to do with the creative creative on it, you know. Maybe a little editorial, but nothing creative. The one we did together next year was the cloud one of the DMV. That's the one I want because that was a, that I contributed to. Oh, I do remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I have it. I, I have it. I'll I'll throw it onto uh, I'll throw it onto my YouTube. I'll yeah. send you the link. Because the, the best one was like because we were making the the, the the best part about uh, and this is what I've learned by the way. If, if you haven't seen any of the the Twitter about me this week, right? And actually, by the way, I learned this from you and I learned this from Brian, right? 
always be willing to play the full. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, people love it when you play the full. So accidentally, it's um, it's a self-deprecating piece. So yes, so yeah, so definitely. Yeah. When, when, when we went to COVID and we were supposed to do our April launch, and all of a sudden, you know. We had to cancel the studio we booked in California and this giant set we designed. I had this great Andy Cohen, watch what happens live idea that got canceled. They're like, you're going to take an iPhone and film this from home. I was like, what, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I did it. It turned out okay. And I actually, I don't know if I said this last week, but like having a crew to do this shit frees you to focus on the message and the delivery. I'm just mm. a better, I'm a better presenter when I don't have to worry about it. Where am I standing? How do I look? You know, my center of camera, you know, is the lighting right? You know, does it, you know, you know, is someone running the, you know, the teleprompter right? It's just go. It's just, when someone takes care of that, you focus on what you're delivering and you're much better. Um, but um, so one of the things I did when we did this, though, is like, you know, like Jonathan said, hey, send some pictures. We're going to do a little blog about it. And I sent a picture that was that was taken while I was presenting. And I was in a suit, right? You but look I mean, good. No, no, I was good. No, I look good. No, but I'm in a suit. I mean, no, not the, not just this past one, but the one from April, right? The one from April. I'm in, I'm in a good suit. Blah blah blah. Um, uh, and, but like, I'm in my basement. It's a concrete floor. No socks. I no, I'm no, not wearing no shoes. shoes. No, 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 no shoes. I'm sorry. No shoes. I'm, I'm not wearing shoes yeah, yeah. because I don't right, want. Right. I don't want. You know, because I move a little bit as I talk. I don't want my heels clicking on the floor, making noise, distracting with that. So I'm in socks. I'm in fucking white athletic socks in my suit. Oh. And the picture I have taken on the side is me and my wife with leg socks. And so I, I figured someone's going to crop that shit out, right? No. They decided <laughs> to make a point. They decided to make a point. Yes, they decided to make a point of that, you know? Right? Okay. An example, if you will. Example. So, of course, yes. the one I did last week, I specifically had to film it in my socks. I wore better socks. I wore some really nice um, um, socks, but like with, with an interesting pattern. But like I filmed the whole thing outside in San, in, San, in the Bay Area in 60 degree weather in my socks, you know. Nice. And I had a great pair of shoes. When we were doing, when we were doing the testing, I had a great pair of shoes, some bucks with some red in them, because you got to represent the brand. Um, but yeah, so anyhow, so. But that's my point. Oh. I learned from Brian is like, be the dunce, be, be, be self-deprecating, push it at you. And like literally, most social hits are a fucking conversation about my freaking socks. I'm like, okay, great, go ahead. Yeah. So anyhow, so I, I will, so we'll do the video and I will not wear shoes, cut just for you. That's okay, please do. Please do. Okay, we are uh, we are an hour and ten in, so uh, <laughs> we have to mercifully wrap this up. So this is uh, episode thirty with Colin hosting. So it's amazing we've done ten of these each as far as hosting, a yep. total of thirty altogether. Um, and we just started it this year, so we've been pretty um, consistent in mm -hmm. terms of producing the content. So next episode we have coming up is uh, episode thirty-one. That'll put us a week before the holidays, so I'm not sure if we'll be obviously, you know, the that week, but we'll have to figure out the scheduling. But so the next next episode is uh, mine to host, so I get to pick the uh, the wine, uh, most importantly, and I get to pick the uh, the discussion topic. So the wine, I know it's going to be really busy for 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 everybody here, so I didn't want to make it too difficult. So I thought let's just keep it simple and go with something that you keep in inventory. Right, because I think it would be a good discussion. I'm interested in what Melissa, you know, keeps in the uh, in the in the wine um, rack. Um, I'm always interested in what Colin would keep in the yes. wine rack. So I have, yeah. So let's let's go with you know whatever the you know the the house wine is as far as something that you just normally when you start to run low you go and you buy you know six bottles of it, especially if you can get a good deal on it. So we're going for um, you know. 
top of the bell curve? Because like, there are things like you've no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like whatever, like you know, it's your, it's your. your I would easy say table wine go to like it's the, any it's, given night. You can find this in your house. It's the one where when you don't when you just need to grab a bottle of wine, you grab it and you get a couple of them just because you want to make sure that you have, you know, wine available should, you know, the occasion happen where you your, want to your, have your basic bitch wine. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's it. You yeah. want the, just For Colin, this... yes. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So that's it. So the wine that you keep on hand in inventory and the technology topic because we're getting close to the end of 2020 mercifully um, and getting into 2021. Um, I know I've been thinking and having some discussions around what are some of the predictions for what next year will look like. So we'll do uh, tech predictions for 2021, and there are going to be two categories. So you only have to do one for each category. One will be on kind of the enterprise side of things. So, you know, what, what are you predicting around, you know, the enterprise and what's happening in the digital age and data gravity and maybe not quite that far, but just, you know, kind of a kind of a non- you know, something that's sort of, you know, in the, um, um, you know, within the tech field from a, from an enterprise perspective. And the second one is more of a consumer flavor. So what do you think, you know, 2021, some consumer things, you know, what, what are some predictions on the, on the consumer uh, side? Let's so, do both. Challenger, that's what I'm saying. We're going to do both. We're going to do, we're going to do. So there's, there's three of us. So we've got two topics. So that gives us six things to discuss mm -hmm. for the next podcast. In addition to the, uh, to the wine that we keep in inventory. So, awesome. yeah. So I thought that would be good. No, I look forward to it. Cool. Yeah, episode episode thirty. We've set a record here. This is the longest episode we've recorded to date. Is it? It is. We're it over is. an hour. Yeah. It's like way. We, we've longer. gone a few. We've gone a bit over an hour, but you know, we're an hour no. and twelve. So we'll be an hour and fifteen with 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 you know editing and music, etc. But right. Woohoo! All right, Colin, so, take us home. I am so. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. We totally appreciate you. Um, please drink some of our recommended wines. Please tell us what your recommended wines are. We we will happy to take suggestions for our topic from any of you. As you know, we we always look we're looking for things. Um, but uh, you know, look forward to seeing you on the next episode. And thank you. Good tech. Good wine. Peace out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And happy Hanukkah. Yes, happy, happy Maccabee victory. Yes. <laughs> Shalom. <laughs>